What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys can drop a follow on our Instagram. We're almost at 100 followers, so help us reach that. We always drop daily content there, as well as our TikTok. Follow our Twitter for any updates and YouTube shorts. Like he said, subscribe. And we can't forget about our audio audience, the audio platform audience. So make sure you guys um, download the podcast. If you enjoy it, drop a five-star rating. Shout out Brussels. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. Um, Soccer. No, this is my question. Do you want to get into soccer, or soccer. do you want to be classic Vancouver media and go Canucks first? No, no, we'll go. We'll go soccer. Okay, we're not good enough to be in the Vancouver media yet. All right, so opening weekend. Just start with that, or do you want to start with transfers? Yeah, let's go opening weekend. All right, opening weekend. Your initial reactions first. Now, Holland is still Holland. Two goals. Uh, I'm. Uh, this isn't the EPL predictions video that will hopefully come out by Tuesday. I might be wrong by Liverpool. By that, that's a sign that I put Liverpool high up. And uh, number three, Chelsea was better than I thought, a- a.k.a. more specifically Nicholas Jackson. A.k.a. I was right and you were wrong so far? Uh, yeah, I might be. I might be in the <laughs> mud with the tier list. Uh, okay, well, who knows? First game was, it was overreaction weekend. We, we haven't watched Manchester United play yet because they yeah, play. Yeah, they drop. By the time this podcast drops, that's when they're either playing or their game just finished. So again, just a reminder to everybody, it's Sunday night, so we can't talk a Man United prediction, right? Or we could talk about a prediction if you want, yeah. but we can't talk about their game and how it went. But Holland off the bat, um, he put up stinkers before, right? And another Community Shield stinker comes out, doesn't get the hat trick, but um, does Holland things. Again, I love to troll around with people that are Holland fans in a way, just because he scores against the small teams at times. But That's true, but... Not really either. Just, yeah, it's just the last few finals. Like, yeah, the last done. few finals. But like the thing is, like if you're not getting your job done against the small teams, you're not going to have any chance against the big teams, right? And uh, so he's doing, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. And uh, he started off rock solid again. I think he started off last year with two goals as well. Yeah, and then... Another story. De Bruyne injured. Yeah, De Bruyne injured. Pep's an idiot. Why the hell are you starting De Bruyne when he only has 20 minutes of a preseason game? Oh, that's what happened? Yeah, De Bruyne has 20 minutes of preseason total. I didn't know. I didn't follow he any preseason. Ha- realistic. Even Man United's a yeah, very Yeah, it was the community shield. He subbed on. That's when... Oh. Okay, yeah, so then uh, he was had the hamstring issue from the Champions League, right? And then De Bruyne pregame said himself, I'm surprised I'm in the starting lineup. <laughs> so like all, that's all a, I saw that's a sign that to the manager saying that this guy is not fit why are you starting him all I yeah, saw if you sub him on for the last 20 is fine but Pep 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 fucked up <laughs> all I saw in the on Twitter was because FPL this is our first time experiencing it and everybody that's like oh pick De Bruyne they're like uh, uh, rest in peace to your guys thing <laughs> I guess because yeah, your teams are yeah um, obviously I shouldn't be talking because Tyrone Mings got injured but Oh no! Um, but Center backs not give you four, Did you did you see Pep yelling at Holland at the end of the game? Yeah, it, it, Holland got frustrated at halftime because I think uh, there was a chance. I think Ederson could have played him in behind, right? And then they played a conservative because of, like the last minute, and then Holland was pissed because like Holland wants to score goals. So then I think Holland was frustrated at, at halftime. Pep tried to calm him down. And yeah, then, no, like obviously my buddy in my work is like, why are you yelling at Holland? It's Holland. You shouldn't be like, you know, like that Leo Messi, LeBron thing. I have no issues with it, especially with Holland's age at 22. Like if that was Messi, Ronaldo, okay, I get it. They're established. But I'm sure if that was young Messi and Ronaldo, same thing would have happened. You need managers to be held accountable. Pep is doing that with Holland. 
like just tell him to calm down. Same thing with like we we talked about Ten Hag Rashford's relationship. I'm sure Klopp has done it with some of his guys as well. So, yeah, uh, no, no, it's just for me, I'm fine with it. Both, um, if Holland acts like he's the shit, like he he has nothing to improve on, then it's an issue, and that's on Holland more so than Pep. I think I think clearly, I don't think Holland's that type of guy. No, no, I think it was just like. Holland just wanted more goals. I didn't know that that was and the then, end of the game. That's why yeah. I, I didn't realize but that I, was I, I, my, my thoughts would be like, yo, Holland just wanted to do more. And uh, he didn't get the chance to. So he's probably just being frustrated at Pep. And then Pep's like, relax. <laughs> All right. So next thing, you mentioned Liverpool off the bat and Chelsea. So they played each other. And we're going to get right into the tra- their transfer story, which is the fun, probably the biggest of the obviously summer. But the funniest I've seen in so long, probably ever, right? So off the bat, they tied 1-1. Um, I didn't watch the early beginning. I know Liverpool. Yeah, I when know. I woke up, Liverpool was already up 1-0. Right when I woke up and turned the TV on, it was when Chelsea literally scored. And from, from, what, I'm see, what, I, from what I was seeing on Twitter from guys like Peter Galindo and all these other guys, that um, Liverpool were dominating them. They had 2-0, but it was offside. And then I turned on. Chelsea seemed to be the better team. Yeah, from, uh, I think from the And they scored two goals, but the second one was offside. Um, a name I forgot to mention about Chelsea was Thiago Silva, so he's still that vet there that will get that young team rolling. And yeah, no, for me, you mentioned Nico Jackson, and he may have not scored and had a great chance to score one. He seems like a workhorse up front; like he's just constantly running. He's getting through with the, the ball, one, has yeah, that speed. The one thing I like about Nico Jackson is like you know how strikers like sometimes go. Like there was this one play where like he just went directly to the net and got a shot off. Where some other strikers in the world would just like cut inside or try to make too much of it, right? And then obviously he didn't score that, but I, I like that because he's being direct. He's trying to get to goal as quick as possible. Yeah, no. Um, in general, Enzo. Enzo's hundred. Like okay, so now this is this is where I'm gonna get to the now. Let's get to the Saicedo thing because I'm gonna correlate Enzo and um, Jude as well. So the transfer saga, which is the funniest thing I've seen, it happened like a couple of days ago. So, the whole summer, essentially, it started off with Arsenal wanting Saicedo in January. Arsenal moved on, got Declan Rice there out of the picture. Chelsea were pretty much, it was like United going after Mount type thing. It was, um, you know, a lot of, like, that similar vibe, but obviously United Mount got done quick. With Saicedo, it was Brighton wanted over 100 mil, whatever, right? Now, with today's market, it's insane because I don't think Saicedo, as good as he is and young as he is, you're obviously going to pay that for straight up... Um, potential but i don't think he's a hundred million player but yet. yeah but so that's what the case was right they're going all summer long come in liverpool liverpool were going after lavia this whole time romel lavia from southampton and he was like in the 50 million range i guess and similar situation was going on and chelsea decided to make a bid on lavia and it, what happened was okay liverpool's uh, everybody started clowning on liverpool a little bit they're like oh what like, no, not even just calling all Liverpool. Liverpool fans were like saying fire or sell the team to FSG, which is the Fenway Sports Group, who owns the Pittsburgh Penguins, for example, and the Boston Red Sox. And also LeBron's part of that ownership group. But anyways, but the next day, Liverpool threw a, like a $115 million bid at Saicedo. Yeah, I think it was around 110. 110 to 115. Yeah. And 
that's when it was like it started progressing. It was kind of like when Man United were after Darwin Nunez and Cody Gakpo. Yeah. Liverpool came out of nowhere and, then, and offered, and, and just at that got point, it done. I'm like, okay, Liverpool officially like yeah renewed their midfield. Yeah. Like. Yeah. For me, then at that point, I'm like, I agreed with you. I'm like, okay, now Liverpool look like they'll be a, a Refurb- crazy team. Yeah, like a refurbished midfield. Yeah. With the Saicedo because they're missing a six. Yeah. So and even though Saicedo's not a f- complete six, but he's still capable of playing the six. But anyways, so Saicedo, uh, again at this point. Then the next day happens. The next, so no, let's just finish that day off quickly. So Brighton pretty much told Chelsea, "This is what they're offering. What's your best offer? We're gonna let's go start with it, right?" And obviously, Lavia is out of the picture at this point. Liverpool put in that 115 million dollar million pound bid or euro bid. And now keep in mind, Klopp is like, "I will stop coaching if that ever happens." He clearly was coaching. Uh, he admitted to his mistake. <laughs> yeah, and then. Um, Chelsea put a bid lower. So Brighton officially accepted Chelsea's bid. Liverpool. Uh, sorry, Liverpool's bid. And normally, from as a Man United fan, both of us, we experienced that with Gakpo and we experienced that with Darwin Nunez. When Liverpool won the bid, they will agree personal terms with Liverpool. This also reminds me of the situation with Lukaku with Chelsea and United back then when he joined United over Chelsea. Um, but, so, okay, Everybody's clowning on Chelsea. I'm on Twitter coming back. I'm on the Sky Train. I'm reading the t- uh, posts, tweets, whatever Elon Musk calls it now, uh, X's or whatever. And um, all you see is Chelsea fans, like those Chelsea, big Chelsea fan pages give up. And it's hilarious to me. And I'm like, oh, thank God for once it's not Man United, right? Next day, we wake up Friday morning, right? Wake up. And you were sleeping, so I messaged you the tweet. And it was... Yeah, Saicedo rejects uh, personal terms of Liverpool. He only wants Chelsea. And I'm like, oh, like, that's crazy. That's to crazy, me. yeah. Right? And, then, and uh, that never happens. That never happens usually, right? Like, like Mudrick, Mudrick was a perfect example. He yeah. wanted Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Chelsea gave the bid. And, then and he, he just randomly agreed to personal terms, with, right? Yeah. In this case, you could tell Saicedo was. Um, he's like, I want to say He was committed to Chelsea for sure. Because, like, I I ha- we had a cousin that was saying, why isn't United going after him, right? Yeah. It probably would have been cheaper. First of all, disagree with that because we already know that no, United. It's the same price. It's not cheaper. But clearly, there's a reason why we didn't go after him because it, it, he didn't want to leave for United. So, and it's funny because Chelsea's 12th, and so they don't have any Europe. At least Liverpool has um, Europa League this year, right? So yeah, he and then Pep. Now Liverpool look like the biggest losers because <laughs> now Liverpool and now fast forward, Saicedo and Brighton have agreed on a deal. They have already clearly agreed on personal terms. Chelsea eight-year deal, by the way. Chelsea. That, that's insane. Yeah, eight-year deal with Saicedo. Yeah, he said Brighton. Oh, uh, sorry, Brighton and Chelsea have agreed on a, the, uh, the transfer fee now. On the transfer Which is yeah. the same same or a little bit higher than Liverpool. I think that's 115. Yeah. And so... And then Saicedo and Chelsea agreed on personal trips. Already. So yeah. that deal looks like it's going to happen, which is funny because I was hoping the unveil happened today. But uh, And Liverpool look bad in this sense too. Now they might go after Lavia, but Southampton's going to be like, well... You were clearly ready to overpay for Saicedo. We believe Lavia is equal, if not better. They might ask for 100 mil now, too. And before you continue, sorry, I'm not, this is me on a ramble because a lot of shit happened. Um, just before we hit record, I think about a couple of hours ago, Lavia has apparently close to going to Chelsea as well. Now, this scares me as a United fan because we're linked to Amrabat and we want, I want Amrabat, you want Amrabat, want Amrabat too, right? Too, yeah. And we know Liverpool United history when it comes to transfers of the last year. So that's the end of that story. Um, my question to you is simple. Enzo Fernandez, back to that now, like I mentioned earlier, 100 million only. Oh, worth every penny right now. So I say it was at 115, and I think 95 was Jude Bellingham. How insane is this market? These markets going for like players like. Inflation. Is it, just, is it. No, is it just 
English Premier League overvaluation too. Inflation. Because Benfica was Portuguese league and Jude played in. Obviously, he's English, so you have that side of like things. But like he was in the... EPL just like, yo, EPL's lot, got a lot of money. So, like, yeah. these clubs, like, obviously... The Chelsea's got to have some financial fair play rules. The top six clubs, right? Like, yeah, you know, they have quite a bit of money. And uh, the big six, obviously, they could chuck in Newcastle as well now. So... It's hilarious. They're like, yeah. all right, since you have a lot of money, we want at least 70 million for every player. Yeah, so that that's that uh, transfer. That's one of the transfer updates we have, but... It's funny because the two teams played each other, and it looks the way Chelsea played. Chelsea played they well. Look, they look better. Darwin Nunez did Darwin Nunez things, and he came on with a horrible touch at the that point. That was it was it was McAllister's bad pass too. And well. uh, Liverpool again. I still think you said their midfield was fine. I disagreed. I think they needed more in that midfield, and clearly uh, they do. Six, six is six. They need a six. Yeah, but how much do you look at Argentina's future, man? McAllister did well when he McAllister played today. McAllister did well, yeah. And, uh, and you're pairing him Hungarians, with, and you're pairing him with Sabu Enzo, Sabuzali, and Liverpool guy. He played well too. That's a Hungarian Gerard. Now you find Hungarian Gerard. <laughs> but no, so Argentina's future. Yeah, is Argentina's sad. future is sad. Obviously, if you lose Messi, he's definitely gonna fall off a little bit. But I'm talking about midfield wise. But midfield wise, yeah. I just mean, get a solid six behind him, and you're good. McAllister, Enzo. I just get a solid six behind him, and you're Enzo good. Enzo can even rock the six too. Yeah. So, but I yeah, know Enzo put on. A, I I was impressed with Enzo, but yeah. So that's that. Reese James got injured again. He was playing well, but too. he said it's not really a big injury, so he should be so, back. So yeah, game. hopefully he's back. But okay, so moving on yeah. to another. Oh, you you want to finish all this? Just quickly recap some results. I think Tottenham. Yeah, I was going to go to that. Okay, yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned Newcastle briefly before. Oh, we'll get into Tottenham in a second because we have updates on that. Newcastle, like I said, um, everybody's wondering if they're going to be a fluke team. Clearly doesn't look like it. They look at least because Astonville is a very good team. Astonville is a good team, right? They added like you know now Tyrone Mings is injured, but they added Pau Torres for a reason. Newcastle added Tanali, who scored a banger. Uh, Alexander Isak's healthy from the beginning this time because last year I remember he was injured early yeah. on. So there obviously is a, again this is overreaction Monday as people like to call it in the NFL. This is going to be overreaction Monday for European football and. So far, so good for Newcastle, in my opinion. That was like I, I want to keep an eye out on them because who knows? Yeah, I mean, first place. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're, they're first place. Yeah, but no, um, yeah, Sandro Tonali started off with a bang. Isak, great finishes by him. Uh, they they look in sync. They don't look like they're out of it. They added pieces more so, right? And yeah, they yeah. don't look. They they definitely look like they're still in sync from last year, and uh, they're looking to continue. Uh, any any more results you want to talk about before Tottenham? Because I want to connect the Tottenham Kane thing in a second. Uh, any more results? I mean, we could just go over. Luton some Town results. got like let's see the relegated team. Burnley did put up a fight against City. City yeah, obviously bit, did comfortable. City, City um, did. Uh, Sheffield also lost, and Luton Town lost. Luton Town got four one. Yeah, Burnley Luton. got three would and then Sheffield lost one nothing. Yeah, so I mean, Arsenal won two one. Um, they did their thing, I guess. Uh, Crystal Palace won one zero against Sheffield United. Fulham beat yeah. Everton 1-0. We don't, need to go, we don't need to go through everything, but... Uh, Brighton beat Liverpool Nothing else has to draw. All right, so before we get to Man United for a second, let's get a similar uh, assessment with the Liverpool-Chelsea. Let's go to Tottenham. They tied 2-2, all four goals. Um, Tottenham, who did they play again? Brentford. Brentford happened in the first half, and people were saying that with the, I never watched the game. I didn't even look at the highlights, so I'm just going on like based off the experts. Yeah, so I'm going on based off the experts are saying. Uh, like the analysts, the pundits, um, saying that like they're they're doing this high press because it's Ange ball 
and they do the invert. Apparently, uh, looking at Pierre Glendo's tweets, um, they do an inverted fullbacks. Yeah. So yeah. like in our case, it would have been Shaw would be right. Yeah. Juan Bissaka or Dalla would be left. Yeah. And that's how they play a high line. So you could exploit it over top and do with pace, right? Um, and then what? So, but here's a key thing now. They're missing a striker. They haven't really replaced because now Harry Kane is officially a Bayern Munich player, which means Hunmung Sun is their captain and Kane is officially Bayern Munich. That's it on the Tottenham side. Let's get into the Bayern Munich side now here quickly. Um, Harry Kane officially unveiled 100 million. You know, people are surprised that Bayern spent that money on him because they normally don't, as you normally talk about the history. And um, he was on the squad. So instantly on squad, instantly right? on the squad on the bench, and in his first day, first game, pretty much there, he had the opportunity to win a trophy, which is hilarious because he's never won shit with Tottenham, right? And here comes the depressing part. Still has to wait. He still has to wait because uh, our Red Bull Leipzig destroyed Bayern Munich three nothing. So Harry is it? Is either Harry Kane's cursed or Tottenham curse came with Harry Kane? Because and you will find out this year if Tottenham win a trophy without Harry Kane this year. I think Dortmund might have a chance this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, obviously, it's hard They'll to like, be fine. inclement him They'll like be right fine. away. But 3 nothing is still a terrible result with him and Kim Menji on the bench to start the game. I mean, yeah. So if it's so, such an issue, I mean, what? When they fired Nagelsmann last year, they struggled with Tuchel. They'll win the league. It's it's kind of like when PSG added yeah, I know, three bro. guys, they they won the but league. I'm just saying this much. Tuchel's tenure so far at Bayern is so not looking bad. good. It's, it's not like almost like a 500 all. record, I think. Yeah, it's... it's Looking terrible. <laughs> like he got uh, well lucky that Dortmund blew it in the final day. Otherwise, he would have been over three in trophies that he probably should have comfortably won. Yeah. The minute he came in, I still don't understand the Nagelsmann firing, but yeah. Um, so that's the Harry Kane side of things. So it's the Tottenham curse has followed Harry Kane and Bayern Munich for now. For now, yeah. So overreaction Monday, like we said. Um, Man United. Let's close out the EPL. We don't need to go into it because every time we talk Man United, we know we could just go on for hours and hours, but. Well, obviously, we mentioned how excited we are during the year, which means, you know, the opposite usually happens for us, knowing our sports fandom. Yeah. But I'm not gonna. I don't want to make a prediction of the game itself when, but because we're still lacking a striker, in my opinion. Do you think it's gonna be a comfortable win, or do you think it's gonna be like a hard-fought win, draw, or we lose like Brentford it's be style? Like, it's gonna be like one of those games where like uh, they're gonna find they'll, they'll be the better team, right? But they're gonna struggle scoring for sure but i think they'll still pull off it'll, like, it'll be like the classic like okay they wolves have lost adama Traore. they lost uh I, I forgot where he signed he signed i think fulham i don't know where he was well i'll, I'll double check lost that. Raul Jimenez. and uh, they lost ruben neves yeah so they lost key pieces right and for me it's i agree with you we don't have that finisher now is bruno gonna play on the wing i hope not god hope not but it's going to be the classic. We'll get that one goal at some point and win one nothing. Like, I have a feeling that's uh, what I think, it might I think be. we'll add Joe 2 0. Yeah. Right, but it'll be like one nothing and we'll get a late 2 0. Yeah, like goal. a late 2 0 like some, goal. Something yeah. like that. It'll be something like that. And the thing with United is, like, can they find a way to get, like, dominant wins, put the game away early? That's what I'm saying. So yeah. let's we'll see if they could improve on that this year. Like, essentially, what they did to Chelsea late in last year. Yeah, they put away Chelsea early. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's that what game. we need to see from. That's what I, the one thing like outside of the whole away record improvement, I want to see that from Man United this year. Uh, quick. Still need a striker. Quick, but just quick lineup prediction. Just. Well, okay, it's gonna be Onana. Onana. The back four will be the. Um, Juan Bissaka. Juan Bissaka. I'll go with Juan Bissaka. 
Shaw fullbacks, uh, Varane Martinez. Then the midfield three uh, should be Casemiro. Casemiro, Bruno, and, and Mount. Mount. And then the front three. Now, Martial's healthy, but I don't know if he'll start. So, and Jaden Sancho has done well as a false nine. So that's where I'm a little confused. I think Anthony's starting. I think Rashford's starting. That's a given for me. Those, that's Those are locks yeah, for me. Whether locks. you, I know you disagree with the Anthony one. Um, yeah. But I got, I'm fine with it. it was new season, let's see what but happens. I still, I still, I still think he'll start just because yeah. he usually does. And it's between, for me, it's going to be between Sancho and Garnacho. I don't think Martial gets the start. Again, I won't be surprised if Martial does get the start and put yeah. Rashford on the wing. I Definitely. think, I think it's going to be, I might think it's going to be Sancho. Yeah, I feel like I don't. It's tough. I, it's I don't tough. know. I genuinely don't know because like Renato's still young, but he is much better. So yeah, it, um, I'll just I'm just I'm gonna, say Martial. I'm, I'm just gonna say Sancho. I'm just say Martial. It's gonna be Granacho, which means all right. So <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not for Man United. Uh, okay, let's move on. Um, so injuries hit Real Madrid big time today. Just today they lost. Um, Adam Militao. Adam Militao torn ACL. A couple of days ago they lost Thibaut Courtois. And they replaced Thibaut Courtois, though, with the Kepa, yeah. which is kind of funny. But Spain, Spain, he wanted to go home. It's unknown. He was supposed to go to Bayern Munich. This came up. Rumor, the not the rumors, but, like, the memes were Kamavinga will go ahead and Yeah, because Kamavinga's, <laughs> like, center mid. And he's, they're playing left, left back, back. And now he'll be goalie. Not goalie and now center back. <laughs> so, but, no, they got Kepa for the time being. Let's see how he does there. Um, he's, str- he's been, like, up. He's the most expensive goalie still, right? I think he he did better last year, but obviously he wasn't different wasn't coach. Great. There's a reason why Robert Sanchez is yeah he, he was okay. Um, Pochettino again, great job with Chelsea by the way. That was my key factor. That is um, he he clearly was fine with letting Kepa go and having Robert Sanchez right. Yeah. So Robert Sanchez is start on his feet as well. Yeah. So that's that update there. But we got some big updates on the Mbappe front. People are probably wondering: Is he going to Real Madrid? Is he leaving? Is he still on the bench? No. It's none of those. He's actually looking to renew a contract it's a with life, PSG. It's just a cycle, man, at this rate. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. I think this one's a little bit different. I feel like they're going to agree on an exit clause in 2024. So next year, he could be a Real Madrid player on a clause. And I'm fine with PSG doing this. But like, we if I'm Mbappe, f- agree to an exit clause and get out of there next year. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. But, but he's got to... We also say this he, every year. <laughs> he can't have a Dame Lillard thing where I want one team either. Yeah, I know. But if Real Madrid don't want to pay for you, then obviously they did a couple of years ago, but that's on you for re-signing a contract and PSG didn't want to sell. That's your fault. You have to live with that consequence. And then he wants to obviously play out his contract. He said that, but I don't disagree with PSG's and you, know, and you don't either that he should be moving on um, they don't want to let him go, they don't for free. Let him go for free. And Mbappe's got to realize that it's a business, extend for one more year, and then get someone to come out. But and he's got to realize if Madrid really want him, they will pay for him next year. Yeah, and then obviously we saw PSG struggle without Mbappe and also without Neymar. And my, Messi, technically. He's a big downgrade. Yeah. So, um, speaking of Neymar. Speaking of Neymar, like we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, he wants out and it's looking like he's going to Al Hilal. The team that was supposed to get messy. So, some people were saying that maybe yo stay in Europe. You have a chance to win a Ballon d'Or for once because Messi and Ronaldo are no longer there, right? Yeah. Like obviously this year Messi or Holland will probably win, but next year, right? So, but it looks like he's going to Al Halal most likely. I think he wanted Barcelona bad, but Barcelona can't afford him. Slash, you've mentioned that maybe he might not fit Xavi's system, but you know who could, who knows. So, yeah, there's the update on Neymar, and it's looking like he's following Saudi as well. 
Speaking of Saudi, Ronaldo won the trophy there. That looks like a bootleg World Cup. <laughs> Ronaldo won the World Cup. Um, okay, let's go on to the Women's World Cup. We got our semifinalists announced. And on Tuesday, 1 a.m., so technically Monday night, Tuesday morning, Pacific time, 1 a.m. Pacific time on Tuesday, Sweden versus Spain is one semifinalist. So this, was, this happened because Sweden beat Japan 2-1. Yeah. And Spain beat Netherlands in extra time, 2-1 as well. And then the other semifinalists will cover the games quickly because we watched a little bit of this one. Um, England, Australia are the other semifinalists, the hosts. They thriller shootout, thriller PKs against France, 0-0 game, 7-6 in PKs. And England, not com- I don't know how comfortable it was, but 2-1 win. I think over they were down 1-0. Okay, so whatever, they're, they're through <laughs> yeah. like they should be. So... My first question to you, power rank the four teams. England, Sweden, Spain, Australia. And how much do you think it's straight up England, Sweden? That's it? Or do you think Spain no, has Spain's it? good. And Spain Australia good. too, home. Yeah, Australia is home, but I think England doesn't be too much for them. Yeah, like for me, like my, my pre-World Cup prediction, I said it was England, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And as the World Cup went on, I still think Sweden is neck and neck with them though. Yeah. The more I've seen Sweden play, especially in the Olympics over the years, they beat the best team. They're still the best team. Just because they're out doesn't mean they're not the best team overall. Um, but obviously in this World Cup, they're not the best team. But you, which I'm talking about the USA here. You got to give Sweden a same similar chance against England, in my opinion. But I do agree. I'm still sticking with my thing. I think England, Sweden final. England will win it. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so one that's at sun, that's at Tuesday 1 a.m. and Wednesday around the same time as well. Uh, Wednesday at 3 a.m., a little bit later, which I don't know if it's good or bad for you guys, <laughs> Some for some people that do want to tune in. But I'm sure, depending on where you are in the world, there will be replays. So, um, yeah, so let's end soccer there. Um, comment your guys' thoughts below, what you guys' are thoughts on the World Women's World Cup opening weekend. What do you think? Do you? Yeah, we'll keep that there. Let's move on. Do you want to go... We teased the Canucks in the beginning. Do you want to keep it, keep us teasing them, or no, do you we'll want to just, go NBA? We'll just go for it now, I guess. And NHL right away. The only news, kind of relatively decent news, big news if you're a Canucks fan. Yeah. Um, the Canucks agreed to a two-year deal worth um, one point five, no, one point six AAV. Uh, AAV. So two years and one point six AAV for Pius Suter, who's a twenty-seven-year-old Swiss product who last played for Detroit and his first year in the NHL was with Chicago. And for Canucks fans, this is big because we were lacking center depth. He's a two-way center, good penalty kill. Um, and everywhere we look on Twitter, all the Canucks media or Canucks fans, no one I saw had a negative news, unless you're a hater, no one had negative things to say about this. Yeah, uh, for sure. Because you're looking for a guy who's going to two-way center. Yeah, that's one thing you want to look for, right? Because some people don't think that Teddy Bluger's at three C. This guy can this be guy a different can, this guy can three be a three C. Scored reason, fourteen goals a year. Yeah, reason being, he scored double digit goals, right? And if you're if you're a two way center and you can score double digit goals, I think you're a good three C. Right? Yeah, because we all know it's PD and Miller. That right? be, that being said, we're not saying Pierre Suter is gonna fulfill the production of Bohorvat. Yeah, or he's like some guy that will help us win the cup, like. No, but will he just, propel us to get in the playoffs? For sure. It's just a positional need type thing, right? Big time. Because uh, center was a lack of depth, obviously. We're like, now we have competition for Niels Allman. Niels Allman, Pia Suter, Teddy Bluger. Right? right. Miller, like JT Miller could move up to the wing if he's struggling, but obviously yeah, we don't yeah. want that to happen. But, but Yeah, no, so like there's two spots between those three and 
thinking of it, I think PS Twitter should be the it's 3C. Like, it's like what you said, um, but when we were talking about NHL winners and losers, or, and we obviously going to talk about the Canucks because we're huge fans. Are Demko, Hughes, and PD going to... They have to yeah. click at the same time, they and even throw in JT Miller in there too. And throw in JT Miller because right? they have to click at the same time. Because outside of Hughes, the three of them has had started off years with stinkers. Last year was Demko and Miller, but Bo Horvat went off, and now he's no longer a Canuck. The year before that was Petey, right? Hughes, for the most part, has been uh, Hughes, only he, maybe that um, that shortened Hughes had year. some yeah the short that shortened year, year was the main one. But after that is yeah, what he, I'm he, like he's improved fine. and improved uh, his game a lot. But yeah, no, Damco and Miller struggled last year where previous year Damco and Miller were the gods. Yeah. And then uh the previous year PD was shit. And then this past year, uh PD was a god again. So can they just can those three mainly obviously I'm gonna say PD, Hughes and Demko click at the same time? And uh I have to throw in JT Miller. And now. you and you just throw his, his, his yeah. extension kicked in now. He's got a now I'm not saying ninety nine points, but can he be the second half of the talk at JT Miller now? Yeah, yeah, right. And but like yeah, throw in JT Miller just for as a bonus for yeah, me. I'm actually But the main thing is those three have to click. If like if the thing is I don't care if JT Miller, Hughes and Demko click together. I ma- I need to make sure that PD, Hughes and Demko click together. Yeah, because PD is that guy. PD obviously we don't know what his contract situation right? is gonna because be. At the end of the day, those are three most important yeah. players. Hopefully, we get the contract situation figured out by the end of the year. It's August. So, yeah, just a little bit on Pew Suter. I've heard of him, and everybody was, was saying, like, great pickup by the Canucks, value pickup. He should have been going at July 1st. Didn't like go July gone, 1st. Right? He should have yeah. been gone already. Um, and I guess from Rick Dolio, I was saying, one year, everybody was pretty much offering one year. Canucks were offering him two, and I'm fine with the two year at 1.6. 1. 1. Yeah. That's fine with me. That's what three C's kind of make nowadays, four C's especially. That's what three C's should make, yeah. yeah. Unlike freaking Benning throwing out six by sixes to everyone. Yeah, so um, Swiss League for the most part. And then, yeah, three years in the NHL, almost played every game. That's the key part. Healthy. He, he was healthy. Yeah. Like, he played like 78 games last year, 80 something a year before, the 50 something a year before. But the 50 something was because of the shortened year. Keep in mind, just because I said 50 something doesn't mean it's 50 something games in the regular 82 year. Yeah. So. Welcome. Um, the Canucks, I'm just, I wouldn't say I'm excited because every time every, I say every that. Every year we say that, right? But I'm intrigued now, now for I, sure. Like, but, but like this you, year. To your point, yeah. you said, I want to see changes and changes there's, have been made changes in been every made. aspect except obviously goalie, which doesn't matter too much. Yeah, the us. only question mark I clearly have now is like, every spot's really filled up, right? Can, we get, can it, right? we get second, obviously our main guys have to score, but... Or is our defending gonna be much better? Which on paper it should on be. On paper it should be. Yeah. And same thing year. with um, penalty kill. Uh, not yeah, penalty kill obviously, but no, the secondary scoring. And secondary we kind scoring. of addressed it with this. And side. another one. Uh, I'm gonna say, backup goalie, kind of a question mark still because still, yeah, we don't know if not it's, really proven. We don't know if and it's gonna be Spencer have, Martin. We don't know Martin. Martin we did, signed a guy. I just don't yeah, know who it is. Martin, Martin did well in a backup role, but then obviously last year he had to be pushed to a starter. Yeah, that's and he started off good, but then. Yeah, like he's not. Uh, we've shown that he's sorry. He's shown that he's only a backup in the league. Yeah. So maybe he'll come back to his uh, his original backup self. Obviously, right? Seelovs could have a chance to. Yeah. So it's competition all around, and I'm excited. Hopefully, our Punjabi uh, brother, I guess you could say, Arshdi Baines, could crack the roster at some point next year as a fourth line winger, for example. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go into some boxing here. Quick fire. Um, Anthony Joshua fight happened yesterday. Uh, I didn't really watch much of it, but I saw the knockout. So Anthony Joshua seventh round knockout on Robert Hellenius, and it wasn't a TKO or a stoppage. It was a clean knockout. Now it wasn't like Deontay Wilder half punch 
he was done, done, knock out, but he still ended up getting up, which is good. The stuff that happened, the, the stuff that we I want to talk about is after the fight. Conor McGregor calling out KSI in a, for a bare knuckle fight. Actually? Yeah, so he's like, it's funny because now I'm not trying to get into the whole YouTube thing here as much as we're fans of YouTube boxing or influencer boxing. But at the end of the day, it's McGregor. He draws views. He's calling out KSI. Fight me right now, bare knuckle. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Conor doing Conor things. The thing is like, McGregor needs to get his priority straight, bro. He did say so. He did confirm. Him. I think he's officially tested and stuff. He's ready. He's back in the UFC pool. Yeah. I think he's confirmed that he's fighting Chandler in December. Yeah. He said it him. This is him himself. Yeah. Then he wants to fight Gaethje for the BMF. Yeah. Now we all know Gaethje might get the winner of Chandler. Uh, sorry, um, Oliveira and Makachev. Yeah. And then he uh, he wants Nate uh, Connor. He wants Nate Diaz in a trilogy. Now I don't know if that's gonna be boxing or UFC. But yeah, so that's one side of things. Now back to the actual boxing side. We all we all know what the fight we want next. It's um, Joshua versus Wilder, and everybody from what I'm seeing is because Joshua did well later on. But they're saying that early Joshua would have get instantly KO'd by Wilder, and we've seen Wilder do early KOs or knockdowns. Like Joshua. even Tyson Fury. At the end of the day, as much as Wilder has lost to Tyson Fury, he's knocked him down early twice in their three fights. Knocked him out early. Knocked him out. The first fight it was the second and round, yeah, I believe. Yeah. And then the third fight was like the third and round twice. Not even that. He knocked him out like twice in two fights in the first fight and the third fight. Yeah. So one connection connected to um, uh, Joshua. It could be lights out because we saw what Andy Ruiz did to him. Yeah. Right? But then the thing is this: like, is the longer the fight goes, it kind of goes against Wilder because again, you give him a is. puncher's chance. Still, no, no, that's why. Like, that the same thing happened to Luis Ortiz. Yeah, no, that, but I'm saying that that was his downfall against Fury because oh yeah, for sure the fight went like longer. Joshua is the pure boxer for sure compared yeah. to compared to Wilder, but that punch though that punch <laughs> like is wild, yeah. So I mean that and all and obviously the other one. I just hate Anthony Joshua just criticizing people like he's like oh I'm carrying the heavyweight division. I think it's Usyk at this point. It's not even Fury. Fury's pissing me off. When they wonder what? if I'm gonna fight, man. What the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. Fury, Usyk, Fury, Joshua didn't happen. So Fury's fighting Naganu, which makes no sense because Fury's gonna just like. That's a non-title pick, fight, right? Yeah, Fury's gonna just pickpocket him the whole fight. What is it? I think it's ten bullshit. rounds, if I'm not even mistaken. Well, Fury's gonna sit on him, right? Like, put his weight on him, basically. So yeah, not a, that won't be an entertaining fight as much as it's a money fight for some people. Like I was talking to our, our um, relative, who's a combat sports guy, UFC, and. Uh, and boxing in a way. And he's like, it should have been Wilder versus Nagano because they're both punchers. Yeah. That's a more entertaining fight than watching Fury. Because Fury, at the end of the day, we could still... Fury's a boxer. As much as he's pissing me off and he, you off, he's, a chess he's still player. arguably uh, pound for pound one, yeah. top three for sure in our he's a, eyes. He's a chess player. That's, a, that's yeah. how he fights, right? It's, so, it's a game of chess for him. But yeah, no, Anthony Joshua, uh, hopefully gets that Wilder. It's supposed to happen in January. It's supposed to be close. I hope Joshua... F- sorry, Wilder fights maybe in October, let's just say, but it might be too close then. Uh, like a, Andy Ruiz to just to get the rust off, right? Um, but Joshua needs to shut up at times, like saying he's carrying the division or uh, people are on his ass, which is the case, but they know your potential. Like I'm, I'm going to say they because we're not boxing aficionados here, but we've seen, all I've heard ever since I started watching boxing was Fury Wilder 1 was AJ's the third guy, AJ's the third guy. And then the first fight we've kind of seen was him getting destroyed by Andy Ruiz in that fight, right? Yeah. So, and then Usyk later on. So, we'll see what happens. At least he's active, which is which is what we want to see. Which is good, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on, you want to, let's go NBA. We got a couple of news, big news there. 
we have another trade update. Last time it was Siakam, and this time, nope, it's not Damian Lillard, but it is James Harden. And it is kind of big news because Sixers uh, front office expect off. him. They took him off the trade market because they didn't like any trades. Again, I think the Sixers are getting greedy a little bit. Daryl Morey, and he wants, uh, he expects Harden to come back to training camp in shape and everything. Now, we've seen James Harden with the Rockets be through a hissy fit and just show out of, put a fat suit on, as people like to call it. Fat suit, right? <laughs> put that fat suit on. So people are saying that he's getting ready for another fat suit situation. But he still wants out. He's made it clear he wants to be a clipper. And again, I hate the fact um, that it's one team. And like I said before, James Harden has no excuses now. You've said, I always wanted Brooklyn. Okay, you want out of Brooklyn? Fine. We know the shit happened there. Philly, you're like, no. And then when the Philly press conference happened, you're like, no, I always wanted Philly because A, Daryl Morey was there. But B, even before Brooklyn, I wanted Philly. You got Philly. Now what's the problem? It can't be just Doc Rivers has been coaching every time. It can't be. You had your boy in Daryl Morey, right? You have to acknowledge that you're no longer a, like a, elite, a lonely number one. Like he could be a still a 1A, 1B with Embiid. I still believe that. But if he's not going to willing to do that, then it's he's like, in my eyes, he's more of a 2 than a 1B. But he's still that capability of being that 1B. And we see the two games in the playoffs. James Harden for me is like, you got to stop throwing hissy fits. Like, what? Next, you go to the Clippers. Oh, you're not going to get the ball much because Kawhi... Everybody knows Kawhi's the guy there. Be like Paul George. Paul George said Kawhi's going to be the guy if we're both on the floor. I acknowledge that because Kawhi is, has done, been there, done that. So, right? Is he going to be like, okay, now... Oh, I want to be a Laker. Okay. No, well, no, LeBron, no. if he stays there for a year, yeah. is he going to want the ball there. Yeah, so. next thing you know, he's like, I want to be a Shanghai Shark, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right? Like, at this point, yeah, like, what do you want to be? Point, at this point, you might be a Shanghai Shark. You might as well shark. just go to a, like, a rebuilding team and just hoop. Yeah, at, right? At this yeah, point. This I, I don't understand, right? Because, like, he's obviously got what he wanted, right? He's yeah. He had teams around him that... Like, he got help on, like, Damian Lillard. Yeah, did. he got help, right? And uh, he chokes. Is it like, it's, that? And it's not like obviously it's not all his fault, but like. But you, you're not him. a big game player. Like yeah. Kawhi, LeBron, Kyrie, even are big playoff game. Yeah, Kyrie players. made his clutch shot. Kawhi, yeah. Non game like, seven buzzer beater doesn't get talked about enough as the greatest shot of all time. <laughs> but uh, and then LeBron obviously the block and uh, just like multiple buzzer beaters. You've never you were part of a team that missed twenty seven straight threes. Yeah. You, even if you hit one or two, you would have been to the finals and beat the arguably, and you would have been a hero because that yeah, because the, the Warriors Paul's team injured. was a villain. The, sorry, not even that. The Warriors team were a villain because KD joined that team. Yeah, and Chris Paul was injured. Yeah, I know. Like so, obviously that's a, that has a factor, but I'm just talking about in general, right? Like that was your you moment. Know, but like you could have beat that team without Chris Paul. Exactly. So I don't know what's up with him now. Like you aren't the same guy. Like if. If I was Harden, I would have opted out and just signed somewhere for a decent amount of money. Yeah, what's the point of opting like, in? Like, what's the point of opting in? Like, yeah, you'll get your thirty million, but you're like, I want out. And are you gonna throw a hissy fit? And uh, are you gonna turn into Ben Simmons in Philly? Like, Ben Simmons already done that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't get it. Like, I genuinely don't get it at this point. I, I've like, yeah, yeah. Personally, I've never been a big Harden guy just because I don't like the style and the foul baiting. That's why I don't like watching that Philly team because as good as Embiid is, at least he plays and he does his stuff. Uh. You're just like, okay, yeah, and okay, I'm Bede's number one guy here. Let me go to Clippers. You think you're going to be the number one guy there? You're probably the number three guy there. You're yeah. more so 2A, 2B with Paul George at that point. At least Paul George, like, can play defense and all that. Now, the question, there's injuries. Guess what? The two stars there are injured. You're also an injury-prone star at times now. 
Westbrook's the healthiest guy there. Well, Westbrook's the healthiest guy there. And you were just with Westbrook. Why didn't it work out there then? Now you're going to be like the third option. On, like there's, there's some, there are things as 1A, 1B. But in this case, you're a third option if you want to go 1, 2, and 3. Because I still think Paul George will be ahead of him in that case. Um, is Harden going to play properly? If His agent said he's expecting to play properly. So if that's the case, sure, get your value up. And you might be a clipper by the trade deadline. Yeah, right? that like, true. Why are you going to... like? If I'm Embiid at this point too, like... I'm, like as much as we're not big Embiid guys, we still respect what he's been doing for the last... No, bit. He's a good player. Embiid really doesn't player. deserve this either as the yeah. guy in Philly. Because he had to deal with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons now he has to deal with James Harden. And if I'm Embiid at this point, like I want out or go get me Damian Lillard. And Damian Lillard clearly wants the heat. So, yeah, it's... Um, um, I mean, Sixers just are in a situation. Uh, and Nick Nurse is like trying to figure this out. Yeah, Nick Nurse is there too, I don't right? know how much of this is also Nick Nurse doesn't want. Harden either who knows no I think it was like because no there, there was a thing where Nick Nurse's media day he's like uh, his press sorry er, um, press conference and he was like um, asked the question uh, Philly kept pressing him he's like what you, so you think James Harden will be on the team and he's trying to like deflect the question but Philly yeah. media wouldn't let him so I don't know who knows what that situation is but he obviously James Harden needs to like I think in my opinion at this point has to smart up like it can't be like you, you can't have play. it all, all your you, ways you cannot not play this year no not just in general you can't have it every way possible that you want you ain't even a top 10 player in the league anymore yeah once upon a time you were i'll give you that for sure i mean you were mvp yeah and and arguably mvp finalist for player. two three years yeah top three player for like for the years three yeah. four consecutive years exactly so i don't know uh i w- i'm if i'm hard and figure it out in philly ball out so at least you could get your max money the next year yeah. That's, that, that's what if I'm hardened, that's what I would do. And then you could happily go be a clipper. Yeah. Afterwards. So, yeah, I, I don't understand it. But moving on, NBA schedule has officially come out. And I didn't realize it hasn't come out yet. What? The schedule. It came out. No, I like mean, the- like, in terms of uh, it hasn't already come out. Like, in July or something. Okay. Like, we're in August it, and it came out, like, the last later? week. I thought it was earlier, like like when the NHL was announced, for example. Okay, yeah. So like MLB is already announced and the season's not even over. And now I get it, they have 162 games. Yeah, so you thought it was later than expected. Yeah, yeah I thought it was much later than yeah. expected. I thought we, it was already like out by the time we started the podcast. But yeah, we got a doozy of a game one. Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets, Lakers. So Lakers have got to go to the Nuggets and see them with the championship banner up Yeah. two years in a row. Because they did it with the Warriors last year. Yeah. And then the other one was a Warriors-Suns? No. No, it's got to be like an Eastern game, like an earlier game. Uh, no, no, it's both West. Hundred percent, they're both Western conferences. They're both West. Yeah, hundred percent. I know that. I think so it's Warriors. Both be at the same time. That makes no sense. Um, Harden still wants out. I mentioned that. I'm just looking through some. Oh, uh, hall. Uh, while we look for the schedule, Hall of Fame induction ceremonies happened yesterday. Shout out, um, Tony Parker, Chris Paul, Becky Hammond, Pau Gasol. On the top of my head, these are the guys. Chris Paul. Sorry, Tony Parker, Dwayne Wade, yeah, Pau Gasol, and Becky Hammond, and yeah, even yeah. Coach Pop, I believe. Yep, Greg Popovich as well is a Hall of Famer. So shout out to all you guys. I forget who's next year. There's one guy. I think Vince might be eligible next year. Vince could be eligible next year. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the schedule. I'll look at that first. I got it here. Oh yeah, cool. It's Lakers Nuggets opening night, and uh, the other team should be. Yeah, so Warrior Suns. Yeah, so I was right. Um, so, I mean, isn't the games on our similar times? <laughs> I guess. One of them might be earlier. Like if Nuggets might be earlier. It could be like at 5. 4.30. Yeah, that's I true. won't be surprised if that game's at 
because the Nuggets are the, like the most Eastern team out of those ones. Out right? of those ones, right? Yeah. Because uh, it's yeah. And then they also have the Christmas games out, which is starting off with Bucks, Knicks, Sixers, Heat. Sorry, say say it again. Bucks at Knicks, Bucks in New York. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Seventy Sixers in Miami. Not surprised. Celtics at Lakers. That one, I was surprised. That one, it should have been a Christmas Day game. Mavericks in Phoenix. Not surprised. The Luca right. And then last one is. Wait, Mavericks at Phoenix. Yeah. KD versus Kyrie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then the last one is uh, Warriors at Denver. Yeah, so all of them make sense. Obviously, you're going to jokingly say that. <laughs> Bro, Raptors. Oh, PD was all the way here, too. I'm moving <laughs> um, back. Um, yeah, no, the Christmas games, like, those are the expected teams usually. Clippers don't have a game, which is not surprising now because the Denver level up there. And there's no, like, all the teams I think are deserved. New York always gets it no matter what. Even when the Lakers were bad, they were always going to get it. Those are the, And then the, I think the Celtics are usually the three locks for me. Yeah. Um. Anything else we missed? No, I'm I'm just going through the Hall of Fame thing quickly. Uh, yeah. So who's eligible for uh, 2024? Vince Carter. Do you think it's first ballot? Uh, I'll I'll read all the names first. Yeah. Vince Carter, Joe Kim Noah, Tyson Chandler. That's a like, underrated one for me. Yeah. Um, champion and Depoy. Um, Jamal Crawford. That's a tough one because he is he was the original three um six man of the year guy. Kyle Korver, Marvin Williams. And then other players who are eligible of Hall of Fame in 2024. Here are the top non-first ballot Hall of Famers. Larry Faust, I don't know much about him, but they're saying 94% chance he gets in. Chauncey Billups, I'm surprised he hasn't been in yet. Yeah. But he's at 84%. Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp's been here for a while, and he's still at 38%. So, Out of all the first ballot ones you named, I see Vince It's just Carter Vince, right? Yeah, it's just Vince Carter. I won't be so like the longevity. Yeah, he hasn't won a chip, but the longevity. Playing three different decades. Uh but I, like he has the highest chance out of the, yeah, the yeah. ones you listed for sure. And then it's okay, I guess based on this percentages, they're saying that the four guys might be the guys that haven't been. Yeah, first I, I, don't, I don't so think they're he saying that Vince though. might not even get first ballot. Yeah, I don't think he gets like it. Like if Chris Bosch didn't get first ballot, now that that was a tough one too. Because I yeah, think that was the I don't think Vince one. is gonna get it though. I won't be surprised though. I, I generally won't I be won't surprised. be surprised, but I, I think like Chauncey should get in. Chauncey, I think Chauncey, Chauncey should, should get, get in. in. Amari has a shout. Yeah. And Sean Marion has a shout. Shout out for uh, I think Amari Stoudemire and Sean Marion also getting the jerseys retired this year okay. by the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. So or not great. Amari. Sean was it Amari? Uh, Sean Marion for sure. Uh, yeah. I might I might be mistaken about uh, Amari Stoudemire though. But yeah, so I think yeah I agree with you. I think Vince has a chance. I don't know if he'll get in, but. I think Chauncey for sure needs to be in next year. Because I don't know about much about the other guy because I, I haven't watched him play, so I'm just talking about experience. And Amari Stoudemire and Tyson Chandler, for me, are some underrated pieces that need to be in, especially Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Last thing, NFL preseason has begun. We're less than a month away from fo- NFL American football coming back. And the, the, um, we, by the way, just a heads up to everybody, we will be starting our NFL content heavily co- heavy content maybe next week most likely the next sunday spot yeah we'll start sprinkling start sprinkling because there's a lot to talk about yeah like, nfl is that one sport where like you know when uh, um, you did a, obviously a redraft which will come out soon it's tough to do a redraft because there's so many positional so many needs, positions, like, right, yeah. right so like you don't know what position to value like what are more obviously quarterback after quarterback. after quarterback right like 
probably add Josh for defense after those. Like, yeah, so it's what's like valued more. Yeah, so like so we're gonna obviously try to take the next three weeks. So let's say almost every pod will probably discuss something, or we'll do a special tier list or a special Ranking video on the side for prediction. That. You're off thing. school now, so we have time a little bit. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, um, preseason has begun. How much have you watched? Uh, Colts. Outside of that, nothing really. Nathan Rourke highlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Nathan Rourke highlight. Canadian boy, BC line. They played it at the um, BC Lions game on the weekend, Actually, right? too. Vernon nah, Adams, like, everybody yeah. was reacting to it at the Jumbotron. Yeah, was either insane. pregame or while the game was on. Yeah, that was an insane insane play by him, right? If you guys didn't see it, just check it out. Uh, you would think it's like Patrick Mahomes or like Josh yeah, yeah, Allen. Right, it was genuinely that. like that. Was or like, even Lamar. Yeah, it was genuinely that type of play. Yeah. Like... Uh, it was funny because uh, someone scrambling. someone put like a thing out like if this was Patrick Mahomes it would be everywhere right and Patrick yeah. Mahomes co tweeted that was like sick play so yeah. real recognize is real um, obviously we let's let's start there Nathan Rourke um, Ooh, we know we, reason why we're start talking the about, Canadian boy we we're okay Trevor Lawrence has a job in law yeah but he's putting a case to be a backup quarterback and that's why he went to Jacksonville right so. We're rooting for him heavily, for oh, sure. We saw him at BC Lions last year. Yeah, like he, and he, he absolutely put on a show. You guys should check out the BC Lions highlights of him last year, CFL. And yeah, some of you guys will be like, "Hey, it's a CFL," but there's a reason why Jacksonville, Doug Peterson probably wanted him, or anyone on that staff yeah, wanted he's him. Tried out for many teams. Tried out for the Colts as well. Yeah, so p- teams wanted him because they saw yeah. it. I was skeptical that he would have been gone, especially with the injury. But clearly, I was wrong. Even with the injury, he was a um, he was a high commodity there. So. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully we could just sprinkle in a little bit more of the preseason uh, from him. Yeah, I guess. I uh, never thought. He should be on the sidelines. I never thought. Yeah, he'll be on the sidelines. Don't get me wrong. Lawrence is the number one, clear. Yeah. Uh, but if you could tell, you know, maybe Jacksonville is getting blown out or blowing out someone. Nathan Rowe could come, come, come in for in. a couple of drives. God forbid any injury, so I'm not going to say anything yeah. put that into existence. I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. So, so I mean, yeah. I mean, I never thought I'd say this, but like for that reason, I'm actually kind of excited to watch Jaguars preseason just because of Nathan Rowe. Yeah. But... Yeah, other than that, should we... Jaguars with... Uh, sorry, him with Calvin Ridley, yeah, hopefully. Him. But <laughs> should we shift over to Colts and see... Well, how? let's go Colts. Let's go rookie quarterbacks in general. Yeah. So we'll start off with Anthony Richardson. Um, Obviously, all his, let's put it, out th- put it out this way. Bryce Young played. Barely CJ Stroud played. Bryce play, I think Bryce yeah, well, he's, like he's the number games. one anyways. So yeah, like he didn't play much. Yeah. Um, CJ Stroud played. Will Levis played. No, Will I didn't Levis watch played. much of Will Levis, but... And then obviously Anthony Richardson and like Colts fans, I only watched like the first quarter, two quarter and a half, two quarters. So all the Anthony Richardson drives basically. And all the Anthony Richardson drives and a little bit of the Menchu drives, but yeah, we don't. We're not gonna get into the whole breakdown of the Colts. We're just gonna strictly talk Anthony Richardson here. Looked decent, right? Like solid. yeah, he threw a pick. The pick was brutal. Now but the pick was also like it wasn't hundred percent on him. Yeah, it was like yeah, okay, he could maybe could have thrown it away. But another thing is like you could tell there was a clear communication issue between coach and player or. Yeah, it's, it's a new coaching staff, new quarterback, new team. Wide like, receivers on the offensive side of things, it's a whole new it's staff. It's a whole new staff, right? Yeah. yeah so, um, Except for Reggie Wayne, but Isaiah yeah. McKenzie's new but Reggie like, Wayne. Um, you could just see this like RPO game, read option game, have so much He potential. had that one great run and, and Pharaoh Brown back, got yeah. uh, the holding penalty. He threw a sick, the only deep pass he threw he, was a touchdown. And, and Alec Pierce, as a uh, got a starting receiver now, should, should be, be catching that. that. And then now, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of a pass because he yeah. is the second year, but still. And then also he had a good 20-yard completion to Kylan Granson as well. But one thing's clearly things you stand out, right? You can see the potential is there. Yeah. Clearly, you can see that this guy's absolutely massive and you hard to tackle. You could run because he did truck and he can run. Yeah. Could, he's going to finish his runs. Do you know how weird is it? Like, how weird is it as a Colts fan? You can see, see someone who could run, right? Outside of Jacoby Brissett. Really. Yeah, right? And then number three. And Sam. But. Yeah, number three. 
He has an absolute cannon. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, I don't even think he flinged it that hard to that uh, Alec Pierce. Um, yeah, drop. right? He just, uh, Perfectly placed ball. You saw it just come out when he you hit the ground. You could just see that this guy was like, you know, like he played like he belonged there type of yeah. thing, right? Like he was calm. He was poised, right? So obviously there's things to work on. Don't get me wrong. But you could just see that the potential and why the Colts picked this guy. You you kind of saw that just in the work more, more, and he's clearly a workhorse. Every every teammate of his have, has said like he's constantly in the and playbook. Everyone's, everyone's back, and him hopefully too. he's working on on his footwork. That's the key thing yeah. according to Don Orlovsky. But yeah, like Shane Steichen took the blame on the pick, and um, Isaiah impressed. McKenzie took a blame on the pick. Steichen was impressed by his performance as well, Richardson's. Yeah. So um, now good, good signs to start off with. JT. We're looking at you. You're supposed to be back in training camp. Can you please play a game or even practice with him once? And hopefully you get your money. Just turn up the basket. Or something. Just do do what James Harden, again, just t- show him what you're worth and get it. Yeah, right? That's right. Stay that's healthy. Like, that's your only yeah. option, right? Try to stay healthy. Any qu- running Pop back. Pop off really. like your almost MVP year. And uh, yeah, man, we could probably see the I'm most. I'm Kenny Drake didn't play. He did. He got a few. Oh, he did because Evan had, Hall started. That's why. Yeah, Evan Hall and Dion Jackson got more of the one. Uh, I didn't see. Um, but yeah, yeah, Kenny and Drake got a couple. Okay, I didn't of see. I, didn't, I had to leave at that time too. I didn't and care then for it. yeah, um, uh, just JT and uh, Anthony Richardson could just be the most electrifying backfield this year. Yeah, doesn't mean they're gonna be good, but they could be electrifying. electrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, CJ Stroud, similar vibe. They're saying, um, bad pick. Yeah, he he struggled a little bit, but he still he doesn't have the number one job in law because Davis Mills is Davis still there. Davis Mills is still there. Yeah, but long neck I mean, Davis like, Mills. It's not like Richardson does has it either, but. Yeah, I mean, I watched a couple of those first CJ Stroud. He made some good throws. Obviously, the pick was a terrible throw, right? Uh, but you watched it? Yeah, it was like the first preseason game, so I just had oh, it on. Okay, yeah, so I didn't watch so it. So I watched like the first quarter, like yeah, with yeah. the ones he played. And uh, yeah, I mean, you could just tell that you know, you could just tell he was a rookie. Yeah. Like you could you could tell it was his first game, but but there was also some promise shown as well. Yeah. Other intriguing things is I'm looking at San Francisco. Who's good right now? It's Brock Purdy, but. Who's number two? Is it Sam Darnold or is it Trey Lance, right? Trey Lance played. Um, looking over on the who the teams that like, the players that performed, uh, Justin Fields gave a, well, DJ Moore, his first catch was a 62-yard like, screen, screen pass, pass. Touch, touch, touchdown. Uh, Justin Fields' stat line was like three for three, 129, 129 yards, two touchdowns. And then what, two of them were like Cleo Herbert and... Yeah, one was Cleo Herbert. He had one reception, like, reception for 50 yards, 50-plus yards. Yeah. And then DJ Moore had a reception for like 64 yards. Which was the screen pass play? Yeah. Um, well, the Raiders. So it, it, it just feels like Chicago might be in like an explosive team this year. They're gonna be early th- signs. They, I don't. They could be that Philly team, not this past year, but the year before that barely made the playoffs. The yeah, as the a seven seed. Like I could see that from especially that conference is weak as hell, right? The like, division. Their division and, is and up for grabs in my opinion. Yeah, I mean they could win all it. around. Uh, I think Lions are the clear favorite in my opinion. I want to say clear favorite. I still think like in it's my neck head. and for me it's neck and neck between in my like opinion. Yeah, but I'm saying like yeah, okay. In my opinion, it's neck and neck between yeah. Vikings and the I Lions. I think like I would rank Lions number one. Yeah, and then obviously you have the Vikings. Another and guy who's been killing is Zach Wilson. He's the he, the plays he's making are Aaron Rodgers esque, and so it's it's passing down. So in three years' time, Zach Wilson could be ready to lead the Jets once Aaron Rodgers yeah, retires. And then obviously, it could be next year. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers could go in the darkness and be like, "It told me to retire." So <laughs> yeah, go who in, knows? Go in his dark cabin wherever you went. Yeah. Um, let me just check if we're missing anything. Nothing really big happened in baseball. We'll update you guys probably next week. Yeah, baseball is like it's gonna be that time like where September, when September comes, it's gonna be like yeah, there's gonna be some big games going on. Uh, Blue Jays won today. We'll just take Seattle that. lost, I think. But 
uh, Seattle lost. So obviously, there's it just long story short, Seattle's on a hot streak. They're a game and a half behind. But you know, everybody hates the Yankees, spot. so you guys could go laugh at them. Yeah, you can laugh at <laughs> how, the Yankees, how they lost but, today. But the NL wild card is tight race for yeah, sure. Yeah, Arizona just beat San Diego, so that's big. So, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it there. Um, so that being said, yeah, uh, comment down below your soccer opinions for sure. Obviously. First game, first overreactions. Weekend, what over do you reaction. think? Do you think Liverpool is gonna finish in relegation? <laughs> Liverpool's getting relegated. Do you think even Man United is gonna shake the bet tomorrow? Newcastle is gonna win okay. the league. Uh, all that stuff, whatever is going on. Yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much that's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, make sure, like Jovan said, like, comment, and subscribe. We'll be dropping some bangers this week, hopefully, if everything again works out. We're not yeah, trying to things work out. Um, you got, should be expecting a EPL prediction table video. Obviously. We recorded it before the game started, and I had finals, so I didn't really edit yeah. it. So hopefully that drops by Tuesday. Yeah, this is, um, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys tune in. You guys will tell about the thumbnail how we're going to do it. Um, and we might be dropping another banger on Saturday, so keep an eye on that. Um, and make sure you guys like, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review it on audio. And again, help us get to 100 followers on Instagram. And even TikTok, uh, we drop daily. All right, we've been seeing the views. We love that support, but can um, can we turn it into followers? Can we turn well? that into followers? Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. Without, uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.